0: welcome to the decades of strength podcast we are sam marcy sarah and kim and we are four women on one mission we are obsessed with empowering women to gain confidence build strength and ditch feelings of unworthiness releasing the shame around your struggles is hard work especially if you feel alone And so we wanted to create this podcast as a way to unite women of all ages, from all locations, all sizes and shapes, and really just want to invite you to sit
1: at our table. Come as you are, health and fitness is for everybody. And we're here to remind you that you belong, you matter, you are brave, you are capable, you are deserving of success. Maybe right now you don't truly believe those things and that's okay. When we first got started, we didn't either.
2: But we promise that each episode, we will show up vulnerably. We want you to realize your potential and the truth of who you really are. We will help you step into success and acknowledge that the power already lies within you.
3: If you love this podcast, please subscribe, review, and rate it on iTunes. Tag us in your stories on Instagram. Send this to your friends. Please, please, please just tell everyone about it. We are determined to have the biggest and the most inclusive community of women sitting at the picnic table together.
1: Welcome back to the Decades of Strength.
2: We are here today for another Tuesday Q&A. I'm your host today, Kim Schlag. With me, of course, is Sarah Duff, Marcy Nevin, and Sam Altieri. Hi, ladies. Hello, hey.
3: Kim. Hello, everybody.
2: Hey. So our question today comes from Kathy Swusa, SWUSA. Mimpy, Kathy, SWUSA. And here's her question. What is one baby step I should do to become healthier? So let's go one at a time here. Let's start with Marcy. Okay, I was hoping
1: you were going to start with me. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell. you to take the good one. <laughs> yes, my one tip, start walking. It is the very best thing that you can do, not only for your health, but your peace of mind, your stress levels, all of that. I think walking is just this all encompassing, wonderful activity that is going to benefit your health in so many ways. It's easy, it's accessible, it doesn't require a lot of activation energy or motivation to do, whereas thinking about like going on a run or going to the gym and lifting weights, if that's something that you've never done before, can be really overwhelming for a lot of people. It can be hard at first, it can be uncomfortable, but we walk every day. And if you can just commit to yourself to go on, let's say you start with a 10 minute walk, if you're not actually walking right now, like for health or for exercise purposes, and then just slowly build upon there. And I like to recommend for everybody just to walk as much as they can, you know, I've written about this many times in my posts. I probably have at least five posts about walking at this point, ways that you can increase how much you walk, the benefits of it, all of that. But I would say if you're going to do one thing, it is go for at least one walk a day and then build up from there. I love that, Marcy. Let me play devil's advocate because this is what I hear from a lot of people who
2: message me at this time of year. It's cold. It's dark. It's dark.
1: I don't give a shit. Do it anyways. (laughs) Sorry. That was not helpful. There's
3: these Um, amazing things called like warm clothes and coats and hats and gloves and scarves. Yeah.
1: You know, we talked about this in an episode a couple of weeks ago that we released about seasonal defective disorder. And I get it. It's uncomfortable. It is cold. Fortunately, I'm in California, so it's not snowing here does not snow where I live. I know on, you know, the East coast or other parts of the country it does. And that definitely makes it more challenging. Um, If you do have access to a gym membership and you really cannot get yourself to go outside, then start just walking on the treadmill at the gym. But I always like to say that if you really do bundle up and I know Kim, I've seen you on your stories quite a bit over the past few weeks, now that it is getting colder, Uh, where you are that you're in your big coat, you have your gloves, you have your Uggs and all that. And it's like, once you get out there and get going, like you, the coldness kind of starts to dissipate and it's actually rather refreshing. So it was pouring ass rain here yesterday in California. It was dark, it was cold. And I put on my North face, put my, uh, you know, my hoodie over my head and I just went out and did it. And yeah, it's a little uncomfortable at first, but I think actually pushing yourself to do this. And it's something that I said in the last episode, it makes you feel better about yourself because it's pushing you out of your comfort zone and we don't grow. We don't get better by staying in our comfort zone and doing what, you know, feels easy. We, we grow by expanding ourselves. So I know that might not be the answer that people want to hear, but it's just the truth. So find ways to get outside uh, when you can during the winter, and then just, it's going to be that much easier to extend the habit once the weather starts to warm up again.
2: And you don't even, if it's really that cold where you are, you can go out for like five minutes and then later go out five minutes again. Um, I've been doing that when it's really, really cold and I want to get outside and still walk. I'm just like, all right, I don't want to stay out here that long, but I can come out a couple of times.
1: Exactly. That's something that I do a lot too. I mean, I'm very fortunate that I I do work at the gym um, and we have access to this really long walking trail right outside. And I will get out there and just, yeah, like you said, go five minutes, come back in, warm up, you know, an hour later, go five or 10 more minutes. And the steps really do add up if you do it that way. And it's just that little like energy boost. So if I'm sitting on the couch Or, you know, whatever the case may be, and I'm feeling kind of lethargic and down, you know, my mind is foggy, then the best thing that I can do for myself is always to get outside, get some fresh air, go for a walk, and I immediately feel better. I love it. Sarah,
2: let's hear from you. What is one baby step I should do to become healthier?
3: So, ma'am, to become healthier, that was my American impression, Um. (laughs) I would say, yeah, all right. Don't judge me here, people. Um, I would say make sleep a priority within your life. And not only is it good for your physical and mental health, um, it will also make your life a hell of a lot easier when you are trying to make the decisions about pushing yourself to go for a walk or doing the other habits that maybe are new to you and you're finding really tough, when you are tired, everything is automatically more difficult. So I would recommend kind of looking at your current bedtime routine. What time do you go to bed? Do you get between kind of seven and, <clears throat> seven and nine hours? And looking at, if you're not going to bed, if you're up until midnight watching Netflix, like, is that really prioritizing your sleep? And you may just need to rejig things around so that you can get to bed and get enough sleep in. Because honestly, it is a game changer. I've seen it change the lives of like my clients just literally by making it more of a priority in their life. So I would say sleep, sleep, sleep. I love it. I love it. Sam, how about you?
0: Well, Marcy stole mine, so I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> and then I'll also say another one. But this is just to like... That's why I wanted to go first. I know, I know. I saw you. I was like, God damn. Um, But no, this is for you to see how important it is. Like, steps are so important. So I'm not going to go on and say exactly what Marcy just said, because you already heard it. But this is the second person that's reminding you how important they are. Because it's a reminder that something's better than nothing. Like those little things add up, um, but I think for me, if you were to get your walking in and get your sleep in, the next thing would be to start meal prepping um, because eating your own food will not only rec- uh, decrease calories that you may that may sneak into your meals when you consume food out. It will also help you save money and be in control of your portions and be able to prioritize things like vegetables and protein, which I guess that kind of goes hand in hand with the meal prep. So um, just making it as easy as possible for yourself to not fail. So having a day in your week, it doesn't need to be like eight hours of meal prep, an hour even, where you throw a shit ton of chicken in the crock pot and you let that thing go. And then you have protein for the whole week, right? And you buy some frozen veggies and you got veggies. So just Having the plan and, and doing the meal prep is, I know for me, that was the first thing I changed about myself when I started to become healthier. I just started making more of my own food and automatically I just started losing weight because I wasn't consuming all of the excess like oils and butters that you get when you go out to eat or the sneaky calories, the salad dressings, all that stuff. So just a lot more aware of what I was eating. So that's, that's my, uh, okay. my biggest advice.
2: That's a good one, Sam. Okay. Num- person number three, saying it, guys. Walking would be right up there. If you, if you follow me at all, you know that I'm a huge proponent of getting your daily movement in. I'm on my stories at least once a day, showing everybody where I'm walking and, what well, where I'm walking. I walk the same place. Showing you that I'm walking. <laughs> showing you how many steps I have, those kinds of things, because it has made such a difference both in me physically, my ability to keep weight off effortless effortless, that's a hard word to say effortlessly i mean this is a habit if you are at all interested in your physique just building in daily movement is going to help with that um and also mentally it helps me so i would have said that and then sam started hitting on what i would say is number two uh which is plant some protein getting those in every meal a lot of times when people think like okay I, i want to do something healthy for myself they think about cutting stuff out like I need to like stop eating so much junk food I need to stop eating fast food but it can help sometimes think about like what can I add in it feels a little less restrictive and a little less jarring to think what could I add into my life and so adding in plants and protein um, look if you're not eating much of that right now start with one meal a day and work your way up till every meal has some plants and some protein in it so that so would be my note. baby pp have a baby <laughs> Add the pee to your life. <laughs> okay, ladies, I think this is a fabulous Tuesday Q&A answer. Thanks so much for being here with us today. And we will catch you next time on our Tuesday Q&A. Bye.
0: All right, that wraps up another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We know that life is crazy and time is precious, and we really do appreciate you spending your time with us.
3: If you love this podcast, please subscribe, review, and rate it on iTunes. Tag us in your stories on Instagram. Send this to your friends. Please, please, please just tell everyone about it. We are determined to have the biggest and the most inclusive community of women sitting at the picnic table together.
1: We love you. We appreciate you. And we can't wait to hear what you think of this week's episode.
2: Four women, one mission. We are the decades of strength. Sam, Marcy, Sarah, and Kim. Catch you right back here for our next episode.